0: destiny talk about stoicism now because it has saved my life recently the last couple days my entire like within within a couple days the 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 mindset and the concept that goes along with stoicism has affected my life in a very positive way in the last three days we'll talk about that as soon as CP returns to his chair. No, <laughs> I thought that he was like gonna, gonna come right around the corner, like right away. But I can also pose the question to the chat. Like, have you guys had any positive experience with the concept of stoicism? And if we need to sort of define that, that's what the deep dive is all about. We usually we start pretty simple with what the definition is. Stoicism, the endurance of pain or hardship without the display of feelings and without complaint. Or an ancient Greek school of philosophy founded in Athens by Zeno of Citium. Oh yeah, you had your headphones. Hello, CP. CP sketch. Hey, what's up? What's oh, up? Stoicism. Right. Do 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 it's you over. do you feel your feelings, CP? More so now, yes. You express it when you feel your feelings. More so now, yes. Was there oh, t- was there a time in your life when preventing your when
1: preventing yourself from expressing your feelings caused you caused a problem in your life? expressing or not expressing
0: well uh, not Sorry, not not expressing like i'm i'm sort of going to i'm going to start i'm going to start with the with the with the dangers of stoicism like the dangers of it is that there are times when like you really need to express your feelings like you sh- you really should
1: yes so i uh my unique life experience uh, not unique, a lot of people could probably identify with this, but because of my age and when I was born and how people thrust ideals, um, I was raised, like a lot of us, by boomers who were raised by silent generation, was mm-hmm. or the greatest generation. And the, why do they call them the silent generation? Well, my grandparents, my grandparents didn't really talk a lot. Mm-hmm. My grandfathers didn't talk a lot. And when they did, one of them was incredibly, violently angry, and one of them would generally have a nervous breakdown. Um, The product of that was because they didn't say shit for a really long time, and then they'd go, well, now it's all happening, and I'm going to... Feel something, but it's going to be extreme. And a lot of these guys were soldiers and they lived through the Great Depression, and there was a, a real hardship that they experienced. And going back into, I've mentioned this before, they set up a utopian version of life. The American dream, if you're not from America, it was just a, a time in the consensus era where everyone was just going to be cool. Now, I understand the appeal in that 100%. And especially after dealing with trauma, you need to look at the good things in life. You also need to talk about the experience that you went through. and Make sure the past negative experiences aren't informing your reality in a negative way now, and you're not not expressing it or not talking about it. Hey, Abso's back. We're going to have a surprise guest here coming up here soon. She just went and well, got brand new tires. Uh, anyway, uh, so, so that's, I'm just saying as far as history. And then just one other, one other thing, you know, my folks, they were born in 1952. So right in the fucking smack dab of it, right? Yeah, the, the, now, the
0: Depression era really did bring out a lot of stoicism in people because, like, you, you were living off of, like, one, one, pe- one loaf of bread for your entire family for the week. Like you, yeah, you kind of, like. What are you ketchup. gonna do? Like you, it was either get mad about it or just make it work.
1: You know, ketchup on everything. Most people, if you know, my wife eats uh, eggs with ketchup on them because her grandfather did. A lot of people's grandfathers did. In fact, my grandfather, the last time I saw him, he was having trouble wanting to eat, and my grandmother made him uh, eggs, and then he goes, "Put some ketchup on it," and That's that motherfucker bummer. ate. At least half the breakfast because that ketchup, yeah, right on. And that was old school depression stuff. And even at ninety-three years old, he was still rocking that those depression eggs and loving them. Like uh yeah. discussing McDonald's or something. Anyways, it it was a thing. And then, you know, dad and mom were born, and everything's throwing marbles and having a fun time. White picket fences He's and then marbles. <laughs> You know why? Why the fuck is ba, uh, Pete Seeger now in the '60s singing "Little Boxes on the Hillside, Tiki Tack"? Why is he making fun of this? And and then all of He's a sudden, just like, describing uh, life, right? Yeah, you know, and it's like, why would he say that? Well, maybe. Oh, well, what the fuck was that?
0: I, I do want to I want to like reel it back in here a little bit because we're getting into like talking about the Depression era in general. But, no, like, no, we're already up
1: into the seventies. Right. <laughs> so oh, what yeah, happened, Bob Seger? So what? So yeah. So what happened basically was these kids were kind of duped, and they saw their president get shot
0: yeah, in that, the head
1: when they were little kids, it's, and it's, then they are,
0: You know what's funny though? Hold on, just one second. Yeah. What I'm looking at while you're talking about this is a graph, use over time for stoicism, a graph on Google, right? Yes. And you were talked about the 1950s. Um, there's a huge spike. And then yes. there's a massive dip around the nineteen seventies area.
1: <laughs> yes, because so, all of a the sudden, dad fun knows, of it. they just shipped my friends off to Vietnam and they're probably gonna take me too, and I'm gonna die.
0: Yep.
1: and I don't wanna do that. I don't know what the fuck's going on. That's where people are like starting to I just want a piece of the pie. I want the American dream. Why do I have to die for the dream? Well, there's and then these, there, we could we could do a whole episode about that. And then let's, let's not get here, comes, here she comes, walking in from on the Kent State with a flower in her hair. She puts a flower in the end of the rifle. Peace, National Guard. We love you. Yeah. Pop, 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 pop. Four of them dead. Oh my god. Yeah. Dude. It was brutal. So I'm gonna go to the, shit, shit the rise. Happened. So the rise mind share screen. Here's the, the dream's in, okay the dream is in violation right and then we're, we're we're born in the 80s and 90s and those are our parents and materialistic ideology through reaganomics was yeah. saying buy stuff and get the dream back you're getting old yeah. you get a piece of the pie and if someone's been mean to you you sue them take what's yours yeah. and that created a fucked up time and now you've got people like me who are semi stoic but then they're saying like, "Hey, feel something," because there's like millennial, like Zoomer generation that's like, "Be whoever you want to be." Yeah. Be be your true self, and, uh, it, and it's confusing, is what I'm saying. So it so my stoicism was always shit, and how I had to deal with it. But as I became less stoic and. Uh, I sure I know the facts to keep me in a path, but I am able to feel and experience life, and cry and emote and get things out. It's the only way you can progress. If you stay stuck in a emotion, that can that trauma can own and in in just that's you, and it's an unfortunate thing. So don't be 100% stoic. Have some balls, man. Be yeah. be ready to get hit with failure. Over and over and over again. That's how you'll be strong and learn. But, but uh, feel, you could feel disappointed, like, okay, but use that to, I don't want to feel disappointed. I'd like to minimize this. So, yeah, here's the spike. Now, where's stoicism now? Well, so stoicism oh, what now. What in
0: 2000? 2000. Happened in okay, 2000? so 2019? What happened just after 2019? What big, what big world world event, massive world event that changed everything? Yeah, we got right? the pandy. Right, so what what is, like, when we go back to the definition, the endurance of pain or hardship without the display of feelings, shit hit the fan, and everyone said, if I can't change it, I'm going to let life be. I'm just going to let life just do whatever it's going to do, and I'm not going to react anymore because... But then we're seeing another we're seeing another like, well, that, this is the use of the word. It's not necessarily that that society changed. It's that this is the use of the word is that we're what this graph is. So people are talk. Yeah. People are talking about it more after after the pandemic, which is fan. It's, it's fascinating. Um, but the reason I wanted to bring it up is I recently had a, a a use case for it that when when shit would hit the fan for me, I'm just gonna come out and say it my rent went up 200 bucks just before just before that that market that we went to um and i wasn't gonna i wasn't gonna talk about it but like the uh a a solution would be to move in with my girlfriend right i talked to her about it outright just straight up no right because our lives aren't there and i i respect it i'm not gonna be pushy with her right but that those two the one two punch of, you know, too bad and so sad deal with it. The old me kicking and screaming, right? Making my life harder on myself just because I was reacting to it, right? But this philosophy of stoicism has it essentially saved my life this past week. Like it, it made it made it so oh, OK, I'm just gonna, I'm going to continue. Doing doing what I do, even though these these bad things, these hard things have happened to me and I thought I can what what stoicism is really about is. Accepting that the thing happened. And not allowing your reaction to make it worse or but it, it also has a, its a double edged sword, though, too, because to truly follow a stoic life, you also need to save your your joy and your your like elation. truly amazing things because if you start to accept everything as awesome then it loses its power like it also means don't express your joy unless it it's real you know it's a it's a fascinating philosophy in that way and like people look down on stoicism for like making people a bit too robotic but it also brings a lot of value into Parts of life that normally wouldn't be as valuable. It's like you're saving your. You're saving your emotion for things that truly deserve it. So to speak. I used to say. I used to say that's amazing. The things that really weren't. (laughs) You know. Like that's a good way. uh, That's a polite way to put it. But then like. There's an argument for stoicism being used. As a power for good. It doesn't mean don't react. It means react to the things that actually. Warrant it. that's like it's being talked about a lot now, which is just a, it's more of a fascinating thing to think about. I'm not doing a causation versus correlation thing, but why is there a huge spike in talking about it after the pandemic? And I think a lot of it has to do with things suck. A lot of stuff sucks right now. (laughs) And, and you could either like scream to the void and like break shit and make your life harder just from reacting too strongly to it. Or you could like, be like all right, things are gonna get better. Let's not like freak out and you know let's let's make it let's make it happen let's fix this and there's a lot of that mentality going around. I think like I can't speak for people, but I can say that like my hope is that there's a lot of mentality out
1: there of like we can fix this, don't overreact <laughs> like yeah, if you take a look around, we've hit a pattern mark and there are trendy like every 20 years you get things that are in fashion you know um, yeah. and then there's like this uh, like 50 year gap where it becomes really a social glove that covers things and what that means is right renegade re- yeah <laughs> right now and i've I read all the things you've you said there and uh yeah yeah um um while well, he was explaining things as well and i'm going address some of those things but i just want to say that you're going to see some things right now that look like the 1970s and i'm biased oh God, i was about it to bring that up that's funny sorry go ahead i'm biased because i was born in 1979 when jimmy carter was president i feel really old so yeah 40 40 i will be 44 this summer faux, faux. Yeah. Uh, So I I was a kid of the 80s, teen of the 90s, and then I started my life in the year 2000. And uh, when I started my life, it was clunky, and I was dealing with a lot of stress and addiction and alcohol, and and it was awful. And, uh, you know, I'm here starting my life as a single man, and then uh, 9-11 happened, and it fucking terrified everybody because never seen anything like that in my life oh man they weaponized planes and yeah. things got strict and you know course of war was happening again and um that was all in the 70s to, to this level and then all of a sudden like you know this is the time when i'm supposed to be working and thriving and i'm a little scared and nervous and i meet abso and you know we want to be like anybody we get a house or something we're around other people that are living the the dream so to speak yeah. but then what happened like uh the housing market collapsed in what 2008 and uh <laughs> and Sorry. it was fucking terrible so, uh
0: can we can we address chat cuz i want to go through some of this yeah yeah um so kj said there's literally a youtube channel where an elder, elderly lady makes recipes she made from the Great Depression. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's fascinating stuff because they had they did what they could with what they had, and that's definitely stoic. And then Renegade Bunny went on to say that constant, like from my constant bad depression, I kept mostly quiet, no matter what happened, and there were times I didn't vent when I needed to, and then I just mentally broke. a few hours then regain my composure so yeah letting it go and venting that's like people often misconstrue stoicism as like keeping your emotions to yourself it's more about being tactful about your emotion and recognizing when recognizing when your reaction to an event or series of events um would be better served being analyzed versus reacted to
1: one thing that's been taught to me that i think is really important To identify this is understand how feelings hit your physical body, how they make your body language, how they make the does your head get a tingle do you get a goosebump do things physiologically happen when someone challenges you or something happens knowing when to identify it was was something that was hard for me i didn't always know when to identify the feelings but there's a physiological cue that i can be like oh i'm starting to feel a way i should maybe maybe address this and and the the way, one way to work on this simply is physiological you breathe. And if you take a deep breath and you maybe stretch, I like to go outside and, you know, I stars and I look at stars and I do some stretching after a hard day's work. And yeah. and then you might you might feel if you're breathing, all of a sudden there's like, oh, there's a pain in my back. And it's like, well, move that energy. You can move your breath and your energy and focus your brain on different sectors of your body. The muscles are are. are workable on a very small scale too. And yeah. uh, doing these exercises, it's like, oh, my back, I feel the breath of tension that yeah. the emotions have built up and and you can physically expel that and, and kind of help with the buildup of a blow up attack because I'm very sensitive. I'm I fixate. I, I get overstimulated. You have? And... Would you
0: say a uh, rapid unscheduled disassembly?
1: What's what's that? Is that a what's rap- the textbook's definition? Well, well sorry, <laughs> right, this is what KJ said. You're reading, so he's, he's reading some shit. I'm
0: doing all this stuff, but I'm not trying to discount what you said. But I wanted to to acknowledge KJ here about. I'd be stoic about my problems and keep my mouth shut, but that ended up harming me as it led to keep everything inside and then led to my first unaliving attempt. That's that's the danger. Like there's dangers of the the philosophy around stoicism is is rather dangerous when it gets to that level.
1: And and if uh the I think stoicism is a byproduct also of say you're really experiencing strong emotions um a lot of times, you will reach outside of yourself and express in a in a um, desperation. Please understand, I don't know how to fucking make this work, and you're close to me, but now I'm kind of pissing you off. Deal. And when you get into a point where you're having trouble processing, understanding your emotions, and holding them in, you can easily to a partner, friend, family member express too much. And in an attempt to relieve some of that tension. And then you find, like, oh, I'm making it really difficult for other people. And I find, unfortunately, with the unaliving thing, it's like those are the hardest moments if you feel that I can't figure me out and I'm just fucking up things for other people. And unfortunately, one of my close friends uh, died very young, uh, uh, you know, and uh, took her own life. And it was. It uh, had a major impact on my life, my wife's life, uh, a lot of close friends, and uh, it's it's sad that I understand that was what was communicated in through notes and things after that. I I'm hurting you now. I'm I'm so hurt. I'm hurting you, and I can't I can't live with hurting you anymore. And and I. I've, Bend to that bottom where it gets so extreme, where it's like, I'm fucking up things for people that I love and that's hard. So, like, getting those emotions out, understanding them, and then processing them slowly with with your friends and family so it's not overwhelming is very difficult, but you it is essential because it also, it makes people do things that I wish yeah. they wouldn't, you know? Also finding your peace with that too. Like sometimes you'll come out and
0: you'll you'll express yourself and you'll you'll feel your feelings and you'll allow it to get out. And it will not be well received by the people that you're expressing it to. In fact, they might even look down on you for it. But that's your chance to make peace with it that you got it out. They don't yeah. they don't understand, and that's not a reflection of you. That's a reflection of them. You know, like yes. it's really important to like not take that personally when someone doesn't get it, we—that's the great human tragedy—is yeah. we can't jump into someone's mind and just know what they're feeling the same way that we would know what we're feeling.
1: Exactly, and so, to that to that extent too. When I realized that I had ADHD, uh, I knew it was a lot monologuing and hyperfixation and conversations I'd bring to my wife and some of my friends. I started to realize, like. Oh, I've I've gone too much, and oh. I go what how what do I do? So I go, why don't you hang out with a couple people who also said they have ADHD or especially newly diagnosed ADHD and, uh, Anonymous. Yeah, and I uh, I hang out with uh, a couple new people regularly, and it helps because I know the. I, I know the rules, at least the rules, the, the code that has been written for us, not the pathologized like lifestyles, but there's a code that I can now clearly see. And the more I learn about that, it's like, I get a good idea of how those interactions are going to be and how much I can push. And then it it is something that w- with a similar communication style, it helps uh, me develop answers and process emotions while being on the same level with someone and not stressing out the misses as much yeah i require a certain amount of fucking monologuing and like you let me do that so it's important that i do it um because there's insight to be gained emotions to be processed and not only is it helping me it and hopefully it helps other people yourself in the audience yeah Now you talk for a while. (laughs) All right, I'm just going to go through the comments then.
0: Renegade Bundy went through um, also after finishing high school, there were the major Australian fires. Um, Renegade, I apologize. I'm going to be completely transparent with you. Being American and the way our news cycle is, they covered the fires for a little while. Actually, I I pretty much forgot about them until you just mentioned them now. And it's like, holy shit. Yeah, that must have been awful living in Australia at that time.
1: Honestly, like, if, if you it spent, wasn't for Aussie man, like reviews, yeah. I wouldn't know a lot of shit that goes on in yeah. Australia. Like, but thankfully he covered went, fires and things.
0: <laughs> the renegade apparently spent full days on the roof cleaning the gutters. whilst it felt like a nightmare from the thick smoke. was, it even, it was though, even though 2 p.m., stuff got a little good shortly afterward. We had torrential rain, causing blackouts, then COVID. <laughs> so the, the whole country was on fire. Then the whole country lost power. <laughs> then there was COVID. And they,
1: they also, they <laughs> it must, also have, felt like, they, it must they, have
0: felt like the literal apocalypse living in Australia
1: were, like during were, that time. That's Prime insane. I'm so sorry. Too. Like There was a lot of people who didn't like... there was, pol- there was I mean, there's always political issues, yeah. but then there was like... I think the, they didn't, people didn't like how the Prime Minister was talking about the fires, and there was a lot of tension. I yeah. I remember like hearing stuff, and um, I... I don't know many people from Australia. Uh, I, I watched some entertainers, and uh, uh, yeah, uh, but it, it, it looked very scary, and I felt bad yeah. for the wildlife, and I um, oh. oh, love you guys. Shout out Traz from Australia. Twitch. Hey,
0: KJ has drifted like into the
1: void. You like the C word all oh. mm-hmm. like, like
0: And then he, Renegade goes on to show that, yeah, we... Like, no, there's there are the group of people that just don't give a shit and just are trying to hope for a better, a brighter future. So that's also like another aspect of stoicism. stoicism. But um,
1: oh yeah, like, like there's and, also
0: God too. Like when, like when you're like going, God will fucking save the day. so yeah, like, I he, don't have to worry. I like, mean, there's look, we're the the thing about God saving the day. I have to say something about like.
1: Jesus, we're, take the wheel, bro. Look,
0: we've, we've been asking Jesus to take the wheel for like 3,000 years and he's not come through
1: for us. It's only been about 2,000. To, 2,800. 2,242. Two, 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 wait, it's 2,223, right? 2000, Whoa, was it 2,222? No. Two, 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 two? Wait, are you talking about the, uh, the, the Gregorian calendar? Jesus was 2,223 years ago. That's what they say. It was two thousand years ago. Where you, I don't know where you get this number. Well, the the thing about that is, is that
0: like there were a lot of people saying, yeah, God will come through through for us, and that is a that's called religious stoicism, and that's the one of the most dangerous kinds because then like no one's acting, no one's like trying to actually fix it. We're just passive. What if they're right? Completely what they're passive. Right? What if they're right? What if, what, what? if what if we're what if we're narcissists? What if God? What if this is God fixing it? <laughs> us yeah. we're, we're the vessels of god you're jesus christ no no i meant what we're if we're born well for instance covid uh mass mass starvations yeah. I got a um big beard. mass massive fires what if those were god fixing it what if humans are the problem and god's like oh man we gotta redo that No, well, get rid of those things let hey, some everybody. other, let some other, cool. some other animal come up. <laughs> so I'm. Welcome to your Saturday morning sermon. I am, I'm your New England Jesus. I'm argue uh, I'm arguably anti-Christian, so I'm sorry if I offend anybody, but I'm not intending to offend. I just had, I've had very bad experiences with the Christian there's church. There's some
1: cool Christians, right? There there's,
0: there's one. Hey, Christians I, I, I in I know, the chat, are you cool? I know one, yeah. You're yeah you like are. Video games are you cool? Flannel shirts. Yeah. Have you played Jesus, the NES game?
1: No, but there's a new one. There, oh my but,
0: God. <laughs> So uh, I wanna hey. I just wanna get through these comments. I'm I'm gonna get on off track.
1: He's he's loving you guys. That's good.
0: Keep going on him. Yeah. So KJ says my context was different. But what I'll say is that this is ex- this is exactly why open communication and boundaries are so important. And that if you're if they're true friends and can't help you, they should at least try to redirect you to someone who can.
1: Yes. Very much so. Yeah. Oh yeah. See, he said the prime that's, minister yeah. was a wanker. Yeah, like uh, yep. he, yeah. He said something to make national news. So I, you know, and that's when he fuck up. Like we yeah. had a we had a governor Paul LePage. He made national news. He was on like Colbert uh, and stuff. Oh. He was like oh man, God damn it! Like when when, yeah. when you're in the Colbert show, because he was oh he's just dumb. Yeah, he's like a dummy. He runs the Martins up here. I didn't should have bought it when I saw it. At didn't mean my to, uh, Renegade also said
0: something very important that actually helps me like with my like if I'm feeling something and I feel like I need to express it, sometimes if I go do a workout, I'll realize, oh, I was just I just had energy I needed to get out. Like sometimes it's get not out. sometimes it's not like as big as my brain's making it out to be, and I just need to go like beat up some shit. Like he like he was saying, does push ups. Some sit-ups, and then like, well, with some good rock music, yeah. Sometimes you just gotta, like, get it out of your body.
1: Very yeah, true. Depending how you are, too, like I said, uh, with I've, the energy, you have to expel a certain amount of energy to sleep at night. Yeah. Like, I can't just go, hey, Abso, blah, 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 blah and <laughs> I can't, but like she just will go on her phone and, and like... It's like, blah, 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 blah,
0: It's like, wait, wait a minute, what?
1: But Whoa. you'll actually entertain it, so, like, I need have people seen... that'll actually entertain it. Have you s- you. There's a uh, there's a TikTok trend
0: going around where this woman just like gets up from like the bed and like her head's like over her boyfriend and she just it's a soundbite from like some documentary that says like the Egyptians built their pyramids using blah 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 <laughs> and she's like mouthing it, you know, like um, you know, lip syncing it, but it's like a ADHD info dump, and it's like we and like we do that, like we do, we'll just be like fact about thing, and then the person will be like, I'm. What? <laughs> yeah. So, renegade. I want to. I want to. I want to touch. I want to touch on what you're saying. Um, I, I believe that. Hu- I believe that humans would have the power. I feel like humans have the power to fix things. Like, I feel like if there is a supreme energy out there, then it have it has given humans the power. It's given us the power to save ourselves. We just need to be like. Intelligent enough to actually use what we know because what's what's crazy to me like about climate change for instance There's been like 20 to 25 different technologies invented in the past 10 years that would literally reverse climate change But it takes a government to say yes send money to that for it to happen and no one No one has No, there hasn't been a government that has, well, there's been a handful of European governments that have dedicated a ton of money to these solutions. But unless these massive powerhouses actually spend the money to fix the problem, instead of relying on hopes and prayers, then the problem is just going to get worse.
1: Well, guys, you heard it here first. Europe's got it figured out. We might have to have another revolutionary war. Well, that's that's not what I I said. (laughs) Get us, get us on track, guys. Oh, so, yeah. We now that we've gone. through Make us see of... environmental at gunpoint. I'm already an ally. Um, I, I, I'll, 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 reel it in. Thank as you. an American. I'll shut thank down you. some of these arcades. I'll, I'll take it down. I'll take it down a notch. I'll take it fucking down a notch.
0: Look, uh, the Apostles Creed or what? The, the Assassin's Creed episode.
1: Oh, here we go. So, well, For some well, reason, we're since s- you were just talking about Jesus, we're still Ali. in. We're still in the deep dive, so I want to go. Yeah, this is the, the new Assassin's yeah. Creed called Apostle's Creed. You don't remember that one?
0: Well, the Jesus talk was basically that we're like we can't re- we can't rely on a form of stoicism to catch you up, KJ. A form of stoicism nice is to basically Creed. just say God will handle it. I don't need to worry about it. I'm not going to express myself
1: because. Uh, God will carry the weight for me. Yeah, like you run into a situation where you're terrified, right? Yeah. And you go, you go, oh man, these people are gonna fucking devour me. I'm an imposter. Who the hell am I? Or you're like, it doesn't matter. God's God wants me to do this, and I'm I'm king of the not day. Not the Assassin's Creed. Everybody comes. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah. that's it. not bad though, right? Right?
0: It's only bad if if the there there is. are a there's. There's ten children drowning, and you can swim really well, and you go, "Oh, God will save them." <laughs> you know, like imagine that, right? Imagine that that situation. And that's essentially what it feels like when a, a group of powerful people with a lot of money look look at a problem and go, "Oh, I don't need to worry about that. It's not my problem. Those aren't my kids drowning." <laughs> you know? That's it's, it's not wrong. Yeah. They, well, they're not wrong about that, but the the logic is essentially,
1: essentially cruel. Hey, I didn't have kids. Why do I have to be responsible for the welfare of other people's kids? Because, why? Why are their kids drowning in the lake? Why weren't they watching them? Who, who put that lake there? Where the fuck am I? Their dad now. I didn't put the to lake there. A child, don't even know. Could be a you <laughs> Could be a dust kid. Could be Dusty. Dusty Dinge. Yeah. Could be. No, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just being <laughs> funny here. I'm just, you know, sometimes I say it real serious, but, you know, it's it, it gets into that. It's oh, like, that, what's the yeah. responsibility? Who should do Johnson this? Who Harris. should do that? I do this. There is always going to be opposition. Like, you can't write a story yeah. for yourself without creating a villain. Because there's just gonna be that person on the other side. But I do feel life is balanced. And I do feel people should should collaborate and work together and create things that work in these groups. Yeah. But we're always gonna be in opposition and there's gonna be tension and war. And sure, we get into fix the environment. Some people are like, nah, fuck it, it's already gone. Let's wreck it. So like and there's stoicism on both yeah. parts. Like, I
0: got I got a little off track on my previous subject though, about how like I want to ask chat as well of like when you were a kid and you sort of let your emotions run rampant, like were there or the best story I have for this. Um, my brother is a lot better now, so don't let this paint my brother in a light that is like completely negative. But he used to have a Dodge Neon right in the. Hey, my mom he, had one. He had, a, he had a like a 1995 Dodge neon or something like that. And then my, my yeah, dad, my dad had a WRX Turbo, uh, Subaru, and okay, both both cars, right? Both cars were mm-hmm. a goddamn nightmare. Okay. And they would I would I would be playing outside, uh, helping mow the lawn, helping do whatever, and I would just hear screaming and I'd hear them kicking the cars as they were like it would, separate days, different cars, right? But both cars did nothing but caused trouble to them. And all they did was scream and yell and like react negatively and like beat the shit out of it and throw tools. And like, I am, I'm a firm believer that the energy you put into something is the energy that you're going to get back. And those cars did nothing but shit on them. The entire life of the vehicle. Like th- they never did anything, but fuck them up. And I'm like, guys, if you would just chill and 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 look at the, Look at the mechanical functioning of the car and stop blaming the car for a problem that it it obviously does not have any way to like be reacting to you and like doing this to you. Yet you're acting like it did it to you. It, and it's yeah, like, but, I, I remember asking,
1: specifically.
0: I remember being a 10 year, 10 year old boy. And this sort of says something about me that, that you guys probably have surmised watching the stream. But like, even at 10, I was like, I turned to my dad and go, I go, I go like, Who are you, what are you really mad at, Dad? Because the car doesn't do nothing. <laughs> the car doesn't know that, that it is doing this to you. So what are you really mad about? And, and he sort of stopped for a second. and He's like, it's just, it's just annoying, right? And I'm like, yeah, but you're not, it's not going to fix the car to be annoyed.
1: Dude. You know? I got to take that. Yeah. yeah. And that's going in my fucking graphic but, well, novel. Well, here's... You no,
0: know, please. That but, is
1: so important to the structure of my ideology you know, and us as people.
0: It, that's it's, truth. It, it But it, it has remained... Here's the opposite, right? I took that philosophy and ran with it. And I have never had an issue with a car... In which I felt the need to scream. Like I've always been. Like I, oh, I, yeah. I, I, take. Like I take. You motherfucker. Like yeah. I take. I, I... I take my car to the car wash. I, I take a, a day. <laughs> a, a day in the spring. I'll 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 spend an entire day cleaning. Doing TikTok I, challenges I'm, where he's doing like
1: wipe, <laughs> wipe.
0: I'm cleaning out the interior. Like every spring I'll do a, a deep clean of the interior and the whole time I'm talking, I'm talking to it and I don't believe the car can hear me. I don't, I'm not like believing that this object actually has like, an, has like human emotions and stuff, but I firmly believe in like the energy you put into it and the only way that humans have to really transfer energy is through speech and motion of our bodies, you know? So like I'm cleaning the car. I'm 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 talking to it. I'm going, "Yeah, you've been a good car to me. We we've done some good trips." Like we're having a we're having an energy transfer, right? And lo and, yeah, anyway. be- and, lo and behold, never broke yeah. never broken down on the highway. Not once. Never had a flat tire on the highway. Never. Um I've never overheated the car. The engine's never overheated. I've never I had to the I've, day where that just statistically happens to him. And he's like, my whole ideology's fucked. Oh, no, no. Here's the thing. Recently, here's the thing. I recently, it wasn't doing my ritual, right? And here, lo and behold, my, my wheels start wobbling for no reason. There's like a weird flat spot on the tire for no, for no reason. Like the first time in my life, I've had weird car issues happening and I'm like, Actually, I haven't been doing my like, my thing that I normally do. And it's like does this, is like how much is this an actual thing that we can quantify? Like is there a way to quantify like is there really a, like a quantum level like positive energy actually does something to inanimate objects? It's just a que- nice. it's just a question because there's the, the you know the jury's out when it comes to the science the science side of it. I've seen it. But I truly believe that this is where stoicism has a actual function where like every time I've seen someone who's irrationally angry and allows anger to control them, their lives are fucked up beyond belief. I'll look at their life and be like, Wow, your life is fucked up. That's probably because every time something bad happens, you get mad and you blame something else instead of yourself. Yes.
1: But then there's just times like with our just like with our marketing. We're blaming oh, yeah. the con experience come full circle. and realizing that we have not put our vision fully out there and we're expecting people to eat it up when we've probably only done 25% of what we want to do, right? Yeah, like the double slit experiment,
0: Renegade Bundy sort of touched on that, like we can, we can affect um, random number generators if we try hard enough. And then Absolutely. The, you know you what's know a really funny thing too is that time, even the perception of time changes based on our perception. There was a test someone did where someone was wearing a watch and they were dropped from like a 50 foot drop into like a, a soft pad. And the time the time that the person was seeing on their watch was different from the time on the, the watch of the person on the ground. Simply because of the perception. I'm like, that is fucked. Like, there's, there's something we don't understand that isn't being researched a lot. Or maybe this is going to come off as like conspiracy theory, like tinfoil hat kind of shit. But maybe it's something that if we did know it, we'd be too powerful. And they don't want us to know that we have that. Yeah. And that's... Well, and it's also... It's also like... Just hear like, my door bust in. <laughs> and like, oh, God. Oh,
1: <laughs> That'd be hilarious. So no. Human beings are always moving forward, right? And evolving. And our society, We we talked about earlier, a lot of us were born into tragedy, whether it was fires or bad leadership or terrorist attacks or house crashes, you become these products of how you look at it. But it's all really your own story and your own perspective. And I had a father who was always like, things are trying to fuck me over and it's breaking because it hates me. And it's like, no, it's breaking because you, you neglected it and you hate it and it hates you. And uh, so there's some real truth that I've noticed in that. And Abso brings it, brings up a story of, I was with her brother one time, and the front porch, like, falls in. And uh, it comes unhooked from the concrete step. And he's, oh, my God! Like, we only he's only, like, 20 at the time. He's like, Dad's going to be so mad! Like, he was very much a boy again. And, and I, as an adult, he was using his boy and his dad, who yelled at him a lot, kind of thing. I broke the yeah. porch! he wasn't fucking around there wasn't any antics it wasn't like we were jumping on it or anything it just fell in and i looked as a carpenter with adult sensibilities i go oh man that shit didn't have any lag bolts at all connecting those two uh pieces of wood and those are thick heavy bolts that should there should be at least 2 to 4 of them and they put just a couple screws in there and two big guys like us it's no wonder it fell in and I and and when he was, he goes, I don't want to talk to my dad. I was like, dude, I'll go talk to him.
0: Just well, yeah. In that situation, it's like you just you say,
1: you just go, Dad, shit's fucked. No, <laughs> like I went that. to the man. No, I went to the man. Sure, Dad. Oh, was, right. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah no, I, just, I just went to the man and I said, I go, hey, hey, guy, uh, you know, um, the the Porsches felon. Um... The apparently the contractors they didn't lag it or anything, and it was just like a screw. Uh, uh, Dan and I walked up to this thing, and it slid off. I think we can fix it pretty easy, but it's pretty fucked up. They didn't even have any front posts. They didn't put four by fours. So I mean, What's, oh wow. And, and, and the thing is, he was in a habit, in hindsight, of hiring guys from around the neighborhood to do cheap work because he wanted to to like get a bunch of stuff done. And he was thinking of moving eventually. And he had to have things put on to attract people to buy it, but he was paying at a reduced rate and he was getting a reduced rate because people were shortchanging him on stuff or they didn't know the standards. They just like, I'll put a thing, a screw holds, it's not gonna hold. But when I presented it like that to him as an adult with the sensibilities and with the education, my brother-in-law standing there, like, oh my god, I can't believe he handled it it's so cool. And I was like, how else would he have handled it within the context of reality, you know, and things that are happening? But because he was coming at it from someone who's yelled at from his by his dad, it became uh, uh, skewed and uh, it, it was inaccurate. So, um, like we were saying earlier, like you know, the trauma will affect these things and create areas of stoicism in my own way. I was able to use stoicism and be like, this man can't yell at me because I know the reality of the process. So I used rules, which yeah. is good for people with ADHD, using a rule to be like, now, people yell at me. Pragmatic yeah. stoicism. I'm very difficult to argue with. Come on, argue with me about shit. Do Argue with me about anything right now. Figure it out. I'll give you some time. Chat, argue with some shit. I don't care. Ar- argue. I'm very
0: good. Fight I'm me. very good at it. <laughs> fight me, chat. Yeah, fight me.
1: I'm very good at it because I can curve my emotional response. Because I will I have a good y- stake. Fuck you. I can. <laughs> wow. <laughs> throw that out there. Uh, so I, I can argue well <laughs> because I learn pathways and rules that are very logical and make sense and aren't emotional. They're very stoic. And when you get emotional with me, I'll dump a lot of that on you to re clarify and define what we're really talking about. And if we need to have this fight or this is bullshit and I'll keep I'll elevate it with you as long as you want to go on the ride and help facilitate exactly what you're saying to me. But ultimately, like showing you the rigidity of the system is negating everything you say it helps, but when you were yelled at by every human being and abused for the first 20 years of your life, and you thought everybody in the world was mean and toxic, you learn shit to protect yourself. And um, it helped me with a certain stoicism, And then, uh, but it also repressed emotions. Um, so now I'm trying to learn to do uh, the two things, to be a normal, balanced human being. Don't get too, don't get too crazy on the wavelength that you're talking about. We're following an energy, you know, you don't want it to go up and down too turbulent. Those waves can start crashing into things, start creating problems. You're yelling at the car, "Fuck you car, you're doing this to me. Nobody's, there's not an energy that's trying to destroy you. Well, well, maybe there is. Maybe it's yours. Maybe it's your own perception because you wanted to write this story. Every day I wake up and I go, today is Saturday. I'm writing a story. I'm writing a story with you. We're creating the morning. This is the first. We're in the second chapter of the day probably by now. How is it transitioning with the world, with our conversation, with the chat? And build a unique experience every day where you get a lot of stuff done for yourself. And and don't get too caught up in shit that doesn't matter because uh, this is your life. That's a great way to wrap
0: up this subject, dude. That's brilliant. I love that.